there, welcome back. Once again, my name is Claire, and this is my podcast, A Day in the Life of a Teenager. You are tuning into the fourth episode, and we have another pretty exciting topic to discuss. It is currently late May, and we are nearing the end of the school year. I am definitely ready for summer. But along with summer comes freedom, responsibility, and independence. So those are the main ideas that will be featured in today's episode. This content will connect to teenagers as well as the role of the parents. And speaking of parents, I have a special guest here with me today, my mom, Sharon. We are just going to have a quick interview session to better understand the relationship between teenagers and parents in these types of situations. From this, some helpful hints tips, and advice will be provided for kids and adults. You will get to hear from her in just a moment. Thanks for joining me today, Mom. Let's jump right in. What do you think is the best way for a parent to communicate with their kid? That's a good question, Claire. I would say, based on my experience, Um, Talking to your child face-to-face and having conversations is often the best strategy. Um, That way you can have direct and open communication in order to understand each other's perspectives. You know, sometimes a text doesn't really deliver the full meaning, so you cannot completely receive the honesty of the kid's emotion or situation. Yeah, I agree with that. In order for parents to see eye-to-eye with their children, they have to be able to know what is going on in their teenager's life which means parents should empathize, help, and comfort their kid. This way, parents can be a part of their child's life and help them work through challenging experiences. However, in return, it is key that teenagers apply advice and listen to their parents in order to make the best decision in the end. Now, what do you think the balance should be for the responsibilities of teenagers? Well, I mean, it really depends on the household. You know, usually there are typical expectations set for each person in the house to complete, whether it's like doing laundry, cleaning, dishes, or mowing the lawn. I mean, I know some families are more relaxed about the rules and some are more strict about chores and responsibilities, but I know that in our household, what works for us is that you know what tasks you have and you're responsible for completing. So we want to emphasize, you know, the most important thing for you is your education and that is your top priority. So we want you to do your assignments first and get your homework done before moving on to any other like chores or activities or onto your free time. Also, you know, mental health is a key component to be aware of as well. So I know some days, you know, like for example, you've had like some pretty busy, long and rough days these last few weeks of school. So sometimes we've actually had to step in and encourage you to uh, take a break before you overwhelm and frustrate yourself. Like example, one night a couple weeks ago, um, we literally told you to shut your computer and and be done at 9.30 at night because it was just too much. But we usually, you know, a lot of it's up to you. You manage your time well. And as long as you're working hard and doing your best effort, we're always proud of you. Well, thanks, Mom. In order to earn the time to do more fun things there are jobs that must be done and sometimes we have to take a break and priorities have to be set so work can be accomplished but as far as independence goes what do you think acceptable freedoms are for middle school students i mean i know a lot of parents 
don't always agree on things, but for us, before freedoms are granted, we think it's important to, you know, that the child has our trust first. I think at this age, um, I think it's reasonable to go like to the mall, to a school event, or different types of activities with a friend, as long as you're like with one other person, I, you know, would allow you to do that. Mm -hmm. It's really better to travel in a group. I would never let you do these things alone, you know, at 14. Plus, as long as you're trustworthy and responsible, you know, you've been able to stay home by yourself and, um, you know, while we're out. And I think that's a great thing. Also at this age, you know, I think some new grown-up experiences are coming into play. Like for us right now, um, driving. So I strongly encourage getting, you know, taking driver's ed and working with your child. um, Letting them get a feel for being behind the wheel of a car. Yes, I got my permit recently and I'm getting ready for driver's ed in June and I admit I was pretty nervous at first as I was very afraid of coming in contact with other cars but once I got the hang of it it became pretty fun. As long as your dad is the one teaching you I am perfectly okay with that. (laughs) Yeah you get pretty nervous when your kids drive you. At least I haven't run into any curbs yet. Right yet is the key. (laughs) Well that is good. Anyway back to the question I mean thinking about it some of the other big events that provide independence for teenagers are like homecoming or football games at the high school and I know you're just finishing out junior high but based on my experience with your older siblings as long as ground rules are set and trust is installed I I think it's acceptable for you to be allowed to be with your friends and do things on um, your own with them that's why I think for us it's really important to have open lines communication I just think that's the only way to get through these teenage years. <laughs> so you're, you're, you need to know and you do know that whenever you need something or you want to talk about something, we're going to be here for you and whatever it is, we can talk through it. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you for that helpful information. Parents won't have to question, worry, stress, or get frustrated with their children if we have the self-control to make the right choices and smart decisions. Avoiding peer pressure, having the strength to say no, and sticking to your gut will ultimately help you not get in uncomfortable situations that could lead to negative outcomes. And the correlation between choices versus consequences represents how we have to be careful about what we do because each action matters in the long run. It is like a cause and effect relationship. So. I advise all of you teenagers to surround yourself with people that make you happy and you can trust. However, we should also learn to trust our family and take in some of their guidance. To shift on to other types of responsibilities, let's talk about our responsibilities when preparing for the future. Whether it be high school, college, or other upcoming endeavors, we all have something to prepare for. After this summer, I'm going to be a freshman, which feels pretty crazy. So, Mom. What is the best advice you have for someone approaching the many responsibilities that come with being a high school student? Well, the biggest thing I would do is suggest managing your time well and just not over committing to activities that you can't fit into your schedule. And because you know, you can only be involved in so many things. I mean, I know it's still important to find sports or clubs or activities that suit your passions, um, but you know, you just have to balance that. I also think it's good and very important to remember that you need to be kind to others and also be yourself when you're in high school. I know it's it's hard to 
um, do that, but you shouldn't sacrifice your identity for the sake of being popular or to fit in. You just need to be comfortable with you, who you are. Yes, I know that's probably going to be a challenge in high school, and I even start to see it with other people in junior high as we're kind of like figuring out who we are. And those are definitely some essential pieces of advice to keep in mind. I signed myself up for a pretty busy schedule next year, so we will see how that goes. (laughs) Now, in order to prepare for college, even later in life, what steps should a high schooler take? Well, I would recommend probably taking um, the important classes that match what you think you want to study in the future, like depending on your major or there's various different classes that are required in college. So it's smart to complete those as soon as possible. Like if you know you want to go into engineering, you definitely want to sign up for, you know, math and science classes and continue on with that. But I'll just give you an example. Like all my kids have started a foreign language in eighth grade so they can complete all four years of that requirement and then they don't have to um, do that in college. So that's just one less thing to worry about in college. I also think attitude is critical as well. So you should just make sure you work hard and apply yourself in class. It just makes things so much easier when you're in college if you actually absorb some of the high school material and can use that. Another thing that gives you more options in college is is being well-rounded. That way you're prepared to explore and succeed in multiple um, subjects and in college situations. Yes, I agree. For me, college seems so far away, but I will truly be graduating high school in 2025 and it is already 2021. Time is going by pretty fast, so we have to make every moment count. Like we have discussed in previous episodes, selecting classes that match your interests and potential majors are good courses to look into. In my case, I'm taking AP Human Geography as a freshman, so I will earn some credit for that class. And, as my mom mentioned, I'm taking Spanish too, so I'll be able to complete my four years of a world language in high school and not have to worry about that later in college. But, either way, taking responsibility and preparing for the future is quite a lot of work, but in the end, it is worth it. had a fun time talking to you about these teenager-related topics. To summarize the stated points, it is important to have a quality parent and teenager relationship, complete tasks expected of you, work hard, and make safe choices in order to have a proper balance between responsibilities and independence. Make sure to keep listening to my podcast, A Day in the Life of a Teenager, because next time will be the final episode I cannot believe it. Also, tune into previous episodes about social media, school, and activities if you haven't yet. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. Bye for now.